Welcome to the Christian Media Marketing Show, where we talk all things social media marketing and technology to help you find the seekers in your context. Whether you be a mission team or a ministry, it is our hope that you will get the right message in front of the right person on the right device and even at the right time. Well, hey there. Thanks for watching or listening and being a part of the Christian Media Marketing Show. My name is John, and I am really just honored this week to spend some time with you to try to give you some tools, some training, some insights, some encouragement, whatever you might be able to need. Uh, we hope that this will benefit you. This week, we're going to be talking a little bit about Google Analytics, specifically Google Analytics 4. And I'm just going to look through it and give you a couple of things. We'll probably do a few weeks of this because once you start diving into your Google Analytics, you're going to see, well, there's a lot there, whether you are using Google Analytics 3 or Google Analytics 4, the new version that is out there. But before we get started, I do want to address a couple things that are happening that I am hearing in the social media world and just want to give you my thoughts to those before we dive into this week's training about Google Analytics. Two things specifically. First of all, Facebook targeting, if you've not seen it, if you've not dove in there for a bit, you're going to notice there's a ton of things that have been taken away. And if you don't adjust your targeting and you happen to be running an ad here by March 19th, those ads are gonna be paused. So I really encourage you to be diving into your ads manager for Facebook and Instagram and looking at what kind of interest targeting has been taken away. Now, I'm not bothered by this. We've been testing this for quite a while, but some of those ones that maybe you use, like Jesus or Bible, that they're gone. And what has been interesting is there's a lot of other ones that have been gone as well. So I still believe that geo-targeting, I believe the, the, there are some interest targetings that still work really well. Age, language, lots of these things work well for the no types of ads, the awareness ones, top of funnel ads. And then you can retarget using how people have engaged, even if the pixel's blocked. If it's people that are engaging on Facebook or Instagram, that's first person data. And so you can build audiences from them. Same thing on Google. There are ways to build audiences that can reinforce each other. Maybe they come from a Google search ad from pool strategy and they come to your website and then you can retarget onto Facebook or from Facebook you can build audiences that would work on your Google network potentially. And there's some caveats to that. There's some things that, that aren't working. There's parts to that, but it still works pretty good, especially in certain parts of the world. So I would really encourage you to be looking into your interest targeting. The other one was big news that came out in the quarterly report. Facebook made mention that if the issue with GDPR and the court case that's happening in, I believe, Ireland right now couldn't get resolved, they may have to pull out of the European marketplace. Now, do I think it's going to happen? No. 
Because at the end of the day, there's just too much benefit for both sides. There's a lot of positioning. There's a lot of jockeying for for media coverage. There's all sorts of stuff that's happening. But at the end of the day, I just don't see Facebook pulling out of the EU, and I don't see the EU blocking some sort of data security type of things. Will there maybe be a different type of setup in Europe? Possibly. Maybe there's going to be some servers that are in there. This is similar to the issue with Google and with Google Analytics with the Austrian courts right now. This is just one of many different court cases and issues that are happening. So the issue of of user security is really important. It's important to me. I think this is an important thing to be thinking through, which is one of the reasons why I'm just going to to let you know that we're working on a possible solution to be able to use Disciple tools in systems that are um, amazingly secure and robust. And they are, we're testing it, we're working on it in a way that is using some web 3.0 technology and blockchain and other things that are just going to allow, I hope, a level of security so that your Disciple Tools instance, if you're using that, is not forward or public facing. And so there are some really smart, amazing people that are out there in the marketplace who are looking and are concerned about user privacy, about your digital sovereignty, and just making sure that who is seeing your content, both your private files and stuff you're putting out on the the World Wide Web for your marketing are going to the right people. So I'm going to be sharing more about this. We are going to really go deep on using it first before I put it out here on the show, but there's some things at work at it, and I'm really looking forward to sharing about it. I've got a couple of speaking events that are going to be coming up, then the National Religious Broadcasters Conference, which will be held in Nashville, Tennessee. I'm going to be doing a workshop there. And so that's in March. If you happen to be in the United States and you're going to be there, I would love to see you and get to talk to you about it. I'm also going to be sharing, doing a couple workshops and a plenary at EMDC that's going to be coming up, Lord willing. We just we never know on a lot of these things with the, the, the pandemic and a lot of stuff that's happening. Plans can change, but the plan is now for us to be at those. And so I'm really looking forward to being able to be with physically with some of you here in the near future. All right, we're going to dive in and I want to work through uh, Google Analytics. One of the reasons we have done something with the Google Tag Manager is because it then allows you to be changing things, adding things. You don't have to be a programmer. You don't have to keep going back into your website. It works with an ecosystem that some of you are probably thinking, I don't trust Google at all. I I hear you. I understand you. I can say that personally, I've had Google reach out and say, hey, there are people wanting to access this or watch out for this. We actually use physical keys to protect our identities. So... You know, there's nothing that's completely secure, but I I do like the way we have locked down Google for the stuff that we are doing for our own Kavanaugh media privacy, for our internal team of how we're doing it. But 
if, if you don't like Google at all, then this may not be the good solution for you. But I do. And I think it is a good solution. I think some things with the user privacy and GDPR need to be worked out. But using Google Tag Manager, now you can set up all sorts of other types of collections of analytics and data. This is the, that observation. So there's three parts. There is the push, there is the pull, and there's the observation. The push being Facebook and Instagram, the pull being Google ads and YouTube and things where you're pulling people who are already showing interest and intent. So we're trying to pull them from the search area. Push is putting content in front of people who maybe aren't thinking about it, but through targeting and different things, we are trying to get the right content in front of the right person. But the analytics part of it is so important. And you know, I, I didn't want to call this PAP. So we're going to call it POP, and that's the observation part of it. So you have the push and you have the pull, but in the middle is the observation. What is happening on your website? What are people doing when they click on the ad and Google Analytics 4 is a great tool and they continue to do new things with it and they're adding functionality to it all the time. In fact, you can link your Google ads to it. There's a lot of stuff that you can do and so we're going to spend this week, maybe next week to dive into it and really show you a few things about how you can be using it to see what's happening on your evangelistic website or your church website. So let's dive into it. We're going to look at content here that is from the Google demo site. And just for security reasons, we have access to a lot of data, and I just don't want to put that out on the World Wide Web. So it's going to look a little bit different. It's okay. All right, don't. You can convert some of this. You can baptize some of the things that you're seeing here, all right? But when you get into Google Analytics, if you have not done it already, you if you're using Google Analytics 3, you can make it go into Google Analytics 4. So the whole thing of your Google Analytics is tying it into your new account. If you are using Google Analytics 3 or you don't know what you're using, if your account starts with a UA, if it starts with a UA, your account number, then you're using Google Analytics 3. If you are see something that is a number like this right here on the screen, then that is Google Analytics 4, all right? And so in Google Analytics, when you are using it, and I'm going to just move some of this uh, around on the screen. In fact, I'm going to try to make the screen a little bit bigger for you, and we'll see if this helps you out even just to see it more. There we go. So you have your property settings, where this is your ID right over here, and you would give a name to it and all of your information here. Then you have your data streams of where it's coming from. This is the one for their web. Now they have an app. And so when you're looking at it, this is their UA one. So if you look here at, I'm going to go right up here to their universal. This is Google Analytics Three, this is what it looks like, okay? And so in Google Analytics 3, when you're coming in here, there is a way to come down into your admin section 
and you can combine it to your Google Analytics 4. You're going to see a way to upgrade your account, but I don't want to do that. So we're going to go back to Google Analytics 4 and we're going to jump in. Now you'll notice here the screen looks different. And there are a few things on here, your users, your new users, because this is a demo account, it is going to have um, the ability for you to go from GA3 to GA4 isn't showing up here on the screen if you're watching the video. If you're listening to the podcast, you're not going to see these things. So I'm going to try to describe them for you as well. If you do ever want to watch the videos, they are on our new YouTube channel, or you can just go to our website at Kavanaugh Media. So the admin button in Google Analytics, it's in the bottom left and it's gonna look like a gear. That's where you wanna to go to set up what you're doing in Google Analytics 4. And on that screen is where you can say who has access, which is really important. You can control what access they have and different people can see that. You can then set up your property itself as well as the settings, which is gonna be really important when you are in certain countries, such as the European Union. All of this part under your property, it's important for you to click on those and to click through them. You can also see when you're in that area that there's ways for you to link your Google Ads account to your Google Analytics. This then allows you to build custom audiences, and we're going to look at that next week. So you can build an audience of people coming to your Google Analytics here from, let's say, Facebook or Instagram, and you can build an audience to retarget or remarket using Google Ads. So this is how you can link a lot of that together. So when you're looking at your data streams, then and you click on it and go to the web, which is the one you're probably going to have, one of the things that you want to do, all right? So you would go to the gear icon, go then to, from after on that, go to data streams and then click on your property, your web URL, there is a place where you will click on enhanced measurement. When you do that, so much functionality is increased, especially in the event area. So now by clicking on the enhanced measurement, we are seeing page views. We are seeing how much people are scrolling on our website. We are seeing when people click on a link to go to like a Bible download or to a different site, and we can even see file downloads. So if you have a Bible reading plan that's a PDF document, which I know some of you do, or different types of videos that maybe they can download straight from your site, this now is built in to Google Analytics 4. And so it will show you how to use your tagging with Google Tag Manager here all of those settings, but you want to turn on enhanced measurement. This is one of the key things you want to do. Once that's done, then there's a couple of fun things that we want to look at today. And one of those is in the top left is just reports. If you click on reports, 
it will open up what's happening and it has different types of timing. So you can say last 28 days, you can go and say, I just want to see yesterday. Maybe you started a new ad campaign. So you can see if you're watching the video here, how many new users, how many total users, what countries. There's also some really interesting insights so the longer your Google Analytics is working and pulling in data, the more information that it has to give you these insights. So here it says, Thursdays have consistently had the least users in the past four weeks. So it's giving you information from your data without you even knowing how to dig to be able to do that. Now, in this example here on the screen that I'm using for those of you who are watching, this is about e-commerce, so it's showing that, but your account doesn't have to show that if it's not an e-commerce site. What you will see is engagement. How much time are people spending on your site? What's the average? Remember, that's the average, not the, the median, the average engagement time, and then how many pages? How many sessions per user? All sorts. So what this tells you is when a person clicks on your Facebook ad or your Google ad and they come to your website, are they looking at more than one page? How much time are they spending on your site? All of this is really important. And so we have set up a conversion event for time time spent on our site. So it will fire and say a conversion has happened when a person has spent a certain amount of time on our site. That's really giving us the insight as to what's happening there. If you're running an evangelistic website and you have people coming from multiple countries, you can see that. You can also look in here and dive down into it and look at new users, returning users. There's a lot of information there that comes into that. And so you can just get ideas about what's happening. Where are people coming from? How much time are they spending? Where are they going on your website as well? Now, there's other ways where you can break this down, and we will look at this next week. But when you start clicking on report and engagement and you look at events and conversions, this is where a really neat information comes about. So I'm going to click on engagement and events and then all of a sudden, you can see how many people are looking at the screen, how many people are doing something, how many people have clicked on a play button or started to watch a video or clicked on a Bible download, whatever it might be. These are all events. And so you can see that. You can also, under, under that same area of engagement, you can see conversions. This is where, for our Kavanaugh Media sites and teams we work with, this is where we set up the timing one so that we can see, oh, okay, well, how many people spent so much time on our site? And so that's actually a conversion that is set up when you come down to that bottom gear area under the admin, you can configure your conversions. One other final area that I want to look at today to just kind of whet your appetite is the pages and screen then. And so you can begin to look at and see what pages are people going to. How many of them are new people? How many of them are coming back? And so you're beginning to notice, wait a minute, this page doesn't have a lot of traffic. Or maybe you'll notice that one article 
one blog article or one video continues to get lots of visitors to your website to it, organic traffic. Well, in one sense, that's what I call a unicorn. And you want to notice those unicorns because that's then something that you can use for other ads or other types of promotions that you may want to do. So look at how many people are going to what pages, look at their average engagement time on that page, look to see what's happening. Are there lots of events and conversions happening? All of this is coming under that engagement part of your Google Analytics. Now, there are other port uh, areas and parts to this. You have the report area, you have the explore which is something that can allow you, we will look at this part next week, which is where you build segments and audiences. You also have the advertising part to the left. If you click on it, it can bring up what you're running for your ads. And the final button there is to configure. This is where you can begin to set up your own events as well, where you can click on it and build your Bible download, click, many other types of events on your website. We're using Typeform to give people different types of questions. It shows up here as well as an event. So in your area, you would click on it and then you would type your new event into it under conversions or under events. So I would type in that and I could type, well, let's say time on site and then I could move on to it and I could give it a different type of name here. There we go, time on site, we'll go lowercase on that one, bring it all together, I'm gonna hit save. And then here we go. Now on this one, I could come in here and there's a lot of stuff I could do to this one and options I can do. And I'm, we're not gonna have that time to do that today, but when I do that, you're gonna notice that when they spend a certain amount of time on their site, it will show up. One final thing, and I, and I just want you to, to know this from, um, from using even Google Analytics 3, is that if you are using Google Analytics 3 already and you switch over to Google Analytics 4, many of your events and many of those things are now being able to be ported over into GA4. So I hope that that whets your appetite, that you're like, I want to learn more about this. I want to be using it. I want to see what's happening on my website. I want to know how many people are actually coming. Don't be surprised if that number of landing page views is less than what like Facebook or Google or others are saying for people that are clicking on the link. It will be different because people will click on an ad and they will not wait for your website to load. So it's always going to be different. But this gives you an idea about just what is happening. And then if you have installed Google Tag Manager and you use a tool like Hotjar or Crazy Egg, you can begin to see what parts of the website are people clicking on, what heat maps you know, are people scrolling to the bottom? Are they seeing your calls to action or that Bible download link or the messaging link? So there's a lot more that you can learn when you use this observation and analytics part to 
your overall strategy. So next week, we'll talk about custom audiences and a few other areas within Google Analytics that you can use to really sharpen your strategy and your methods that you're using to find seekers in your context. I hope this helps you. If possible, subscribe to our YouTube channel, share it with others. We're just starting to, to build this out. And so we, we want to uh, make it a useful resource for you and for others who are out there trying to make Jesus famous. So until next time, take care. God bless. Know that we care about you. Keep pushing forward and may God bless all of your efforts for his kingdom and for his glory. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Christian Media Marketing Show. We hope it is a blessing to you and will bring much glory to God. For more information and training, go to KavanaughMedia.com.